0: Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Winds General Manager, David Medeiros, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at MWANDS.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast and please subscribe. All right, David, today we want to talk about protecting our systems. We've got a lot of people who put a lot of money into these systems, and one of the things that we need to talk about, I think, is what do we do to protect those systems? So let's let's talk about that. And what's our first stage when we look at this? What are we talking about? Big picture? Uh, you know, I know if we're if we're talking about just a regular house, regular old AC wiring, we'd be talking about grounding. We'd be talking about yeah. Uh,
1: fuses and breakers yep same thing same thing DC we're just we're just DC versus AC uh, but fuses breakers and grounding all still comes into play throughout that.
0: You know one of the things I like to do with uh, because I can I, I do the, the the gig of the village idiot really well <laughs> what is what is grounding So when we talk about grounding when we talk about grounding something yeah I know you know it's the green wire. When we put the ceiling fan up, you know, make sure it's grounded. Right. What does it mean, though? What are, it, we, what are we really it's, looking it's to do? Really, it's really,
1: that's exactly the, the word says it. It's, it's earth grounding. You're, you're grounding into the earth. So if there was any any lightning strike, anything that was happening that was to be ex- excessive amount of voltage or amperage, it would, instead of traveling through the units and blowing up the unit, it will travel back through the ground and then dump all energy. Through the actual ground rods, you would actually drive a like an eight foot copper ground rod into the into the earth, and then you would have a say we would recommend a number four copper wire, which is the best conductor uh, of electricity. I was using copper back to your your panel, your AC panel or your DC panel, and then it would throw there again. Any excess voltage or any excess amperage would then be sent through the ground. So. Uh, when you ground, you're trying to keep from ruining the equipment. Uh, so protect. So you're starting to protect your equipment then, uh, and that's one of the first things that you'd want to want to do, even on from panels, uh, grounding your panels on your roof. You know, grounding uh, grounding your wind turbine. Wind turbines are not as big a deal because typically you've mounted your your tower into the ground already. So you're typically already grounded there. But then from your pan between your panels and your charge controller, you'd typically have another a breaker in there. So if any excess voltage was produced by the panels themselves, not from a lightning strike, but just excessive voltage or excessive amperage from the panels for some reason, you can either fuse it or breaker it, and it would either blow the fuse or trip the breaker, saving your charge controller. So we're trying to We're trying to protect all the pieces of our equipment. So you want to start at the beginning by grounding the panels. Next I want to try to protect that charge controller. It's another big deal we've talked about in a very important piece of the puzzle. And so by throwing a breaker or blowing a fuse, that's a very cheap alternative or resettable alternative in a breaker's case to having to buy a new charge controller. And then the same way as the charge controller, as I come out of that charge controller to the batteries. I'd want to breaker or fuse it again so there wasn't, uh, if the batteries tried to back feed or if they tried to, the charge controller there and again screwed up and didn't and let too much stuff go through it, it would throw or bust that fuse again or, or throw that breaker and that would save your batteries, another very expensive part of the, your system. Uh, and then the last part would be to be between the batteries and the inverter and the same, the, for the same reasons I just told you always trying to to control that excess amperage from from flowing one way or the other that would uh, exceed the the capability of the breaker or the fuse, and so it would either trip or or blow the fuse. And uh, So that, I mean, it's a very important, you know, that's something that a lot of people want to leave out of their system just for the simple fact of, of, of costing. You know, they try to, you've spent a lot of money in buying your panels, buying your inverter buying your batteries buying your charge controller so just a few more dollars in the system can really protect all of that and that's something that we always recommend and there again if, you know we don't recommend just because we're trying to sell you a whole lot more product we recommend it because we feel it's a, a valuable valuable
0: part of the uh, of the system yeah. when you're looking at a breaker versus a fuse -hmm What's the is there is there benefit cost benefit between the two? I mean, I would think challenge with the fuse is once it's blown, it's blown. It's blown. Yeah, but it would seem like there's probably a lot faster because if you had a breaker, there's going to be a millisecond. There is
1: uh, breakers. They have them designed the same way with the fuse. They're designed. You won't see really any benefit one way or the other. The major benefit from the breaker versus the fuse. Is resetability. I mean, you can reset yeah. the breaker. So why would you ever go with the fuse then? Uh, fuses are cheaper. It's a cheaper. It's a cheaper deal. And then, and also, uh, you get into the big, the big inverters. Uh, you'll not be able to find a breaker really that's capable of doing that. Okay. Uh, handling that load very well. So when you start getting into the big inverters, the big high amperage, it, it typically is always going to be in a fuse with a fuse block. Uh, so that, that's some of the reasons that we choose when we choose a fuse over a breaker. And there's a lot of times the fuse you'll never see it you'll never see it trip. I mean it'll never get tripped out. But it's uh, the breaker is the same way. Breakers if there's if it's running at the at the, at the top end all of the time, you have to understand on a breaker a breaker is just works off of a spring that when too much heat is is put on the spring it will release and it'll trip the breaker. So if you're running on that high end all the time, that spring will get weakened over time and so that breakers may start tripping prematurely because the so, spring so gets really, weakened.
0: In really, in the environment we're talking about, fuses, yeah, fuses, just, yeah. As really, fuses because, just as good, yeah. Because it's not like, it's not a one-to-one with like right. your house where That's right. you're going to have somebody plug in too much at one right. time and right. trip it occasionally because, right. There's just, you're An in inverter, the kitchen yeah, and you, you yeah. put the toaster on and the microwave and right. everything.
1: We're yeah. not doing that. We're not doing that. And, and that's exactly right. So that's why fuses, that's what you'll see us typically use fuses between our battery banks and our
0: inverters. That's the number one place you'll see us use fuses. So you talked about, you talked about cost on this. I mean. Minimal. It can't be that much. Yeah, minimal. I mean, that, the those, fuse, those,
1: all the fuses are going to be around. You're talking Four about $5, a, you're talking
0: about a blade. Yeah. Uh, what's a Blade it called? fuse. The, the, mm-hmm. the, it's a blade yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got the fuse and the housing for it. I mean, yeah. can't it can't be.
1: It's not. It's not enough to ever sway, uh, in my opinion, to ever sway why why you wouldn't put it in there again. It's just a. It is definitely a, a a thing that's overlooked in systems when somebody is new to the to the products, of they don't think about it. They don't think about. They just they see that most of the industry standard says, batteries battery cable to inverter okay so so if i if
0: if i've already if i've already put a solar system in yeah let's just say a standard system and i listen to this podcast and i go out there and look how many breakers do they need to see so you got one in between the panels and the charge controller yeah and it would and it would depend right there on that one it would
1: depend on how you're set up it would be however many legs of panels that you have coming in. So, if you have three series of three panels each coming in, then you need three breakers and okay. a breaker box that could house that.
0: Okay. So you need fuses or breakers. Yep. Between there, and then from the charge controller to charge batteries. controller to the batteries. Yep. And then
1: the between the batteries and the inverter. So you're just talking three. One big fuse typically. One bigger breaker. One bigger breaker between the between the charge controller and the and the batteries, and then depending on breakers or fuses, what, whatever you have running, you know, coming to that charge controller, be it as a turbine or, or what it is. So it's, there again, it's, it's going to be pretty minimal. You know, you're, you're talking anywhere from $25 up to, up to 150 But there again, in, in that $150 scenario, you've got way
0: more invested in that yeah. than $150, yeah. you know. So if you if you're listening to this podcast, and if you're listening to this podcast, the chances are you've you've bought from us or you're thinking about buying from us you need to go out there right now to your system and count yep. them up make sure they're in there and if you don't have that yep. you need to call David you call our salespeople or go online and and buy these or get and get them yep. put in because yep. I mean that's just that's the cheapest insurance that you're right. gonna buy all day now for for wind gonna be the same thing same right? thing it just be
1: on the it just be on the other side of your rectifier It'd be on the DC side of your rectifiers where you put the fuse in there. Okay, so and and there's and um, you're just fusing on the positive leg. You don't need one for the positive and the negative leg. You just need to you just need to break one leg. So you know DC power travels in a in a circuit. So if you break the one leg, then it's then it's tripped out. So it'll stop. But it's a uh, fuse. You, you need to size them correctly as well. That's another thing you need to do. Uh, you know so. So before you just go, you know, ordering online unless you know what you need. Yeah, you don't, you don't, wanna wanna you oversize, don't, you don't want to oversize. Yes. you don't want to oversize. You don't want to undersize. You want to size them gotta, correctly you to your system, try. You know, because if I if I have a 96 amp controller, the Midnight Classic, for instance, is a 96. Uh, the 150 is a 96 amp controller. Well, I want to do a 100 amp fuse there. It's the closest I can get to it. But I don't want to do the 80 amp fuse because it's got capability. I'm I'm living in its capabilities now. I, I'll never be able to get to the 96. If I put an 80 amp fuse in or or an 80 amp breaker in that thing, it's it's always going to trip out before it can reach its limit. Uh, you want to be just a, a a tad over, but when I say a tad, you don't want to be you know 100 you know you don't want to be 50 or 100 amps over because the re, the reason for that being is that allows your wire to get too hot as well. Right. I was going to say and the more, other thing it which it we talked about heat. in the last That's podcast right.
0: too is is your you wire. Yeah. I mean, if and you just to let you overheat your wire, you don't want to end up there either. You Definitely want to size correctly.
1: You know, I, I I've told you I, my work history and what I used to do, and you know we would have people come in and say, well, my twenty amp breaker keeps throwing. I'm going to go buy a thirty. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, I, that that's not the right. That's not the right frame <laughs> of mind. The frame of mind is why is my twenty amp breaker throwing? <laughs> you know, that that's what the question you need to be asking there. And so the same thing would apply with our with our renewable energy field people is why is it throwing that breaker? Is there something wrong in that inverter that's doing that? Is there is it finding a dead short somewhere? What what's the cause? You know, if if you're consistently throwing a breaker and it's sized correctly, what is the cause that it's throwing that breaker? You know, something is wrong. And so then you have to start working the problem. You just have to start eliminating every possible answer there is and finally you'll come down to the to the to the right answer but definitely size them correctly and, and if you don't know the size like Wes said give us a call give me a call yeah we'll and if you, more if, than you happy bought, to, if you
0: bought from us we can yeah. more than likely we can look up your yeah your yeah. information figure yeah. out what you bought from us and right. and, yeah. and figure yeah. it out from there too and, so. if, and if you didn't buy it from us
1: just have just have uh, some specifics on, and and we'll try to help you find that yeah. right answer. Pictures, know?
0: pictures P- always.
1: Pictures and uh, and model numbers. Model numbers are great. Uh, model numbers don't lie. I mean, okay. Uh, but that would be a, a very good a very good thing to uh, to add to your system. Grounding. Now I had a I had a customer the other day that uh, he had done something a little different, different than I'd ever seen. In theory, everything looked like it worked correctly. He had he'd used a fuse uh, or a bus bar and he had taken all of his negatives to the bus bar. And then he would went to all of his equipment off of this bus bar negative. And he also had off of this bus bar a ground rod. So he was grounding the negative side off of this bus bar. And then he went around and he went to the inverter and he would went to the, the negative on the inverter and he went to the earth ground on the inverter off of the bus bar. Well, he could not. For the life of him he could his batteries would keep draining overnight with very minimal load on it he could not figure out what it was and and it took him coming in like wes said pictures are worth a thousand words he drew a picture of what he had and i said well i only see one smoking gun here and i said i don't understand if it's the problem or not but i think it might be i said you're i think you're bleeding all your electricity back through your ground and he wanted to argue that point for a minute and he said what tell you what i can just go and hook that really easy and so he calls me the next day, problem solved. He was bleeding his electricity back through his ground. So so you want to hook it up like the like either we send the diagram or like the industry standard would be on on the piece of equipment that you bought and and or how the the uh, the manufacturer tells you to hook it up. So he kind of in his mind it all worked in theory, and in theory it worked in my mind, but i knew something was there i knew that smoking
0: gun was there because everything else was right and and sure enough that's what the problem was uh, it's like so. i i I don't know if i can't remember if i told in the podcast last week or not talking about when i put my solar panels in first i put a big old piece of ac copper wire on it that's right I wasn't getting any yep and it called jeff jeff it's not doing anything what'd you use big old piece of copper wire oh no You got to have them stranded. I mean, you think it, you think it worked, but it's
1: not. theories are great in theory, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, you know, when it comes to reality, I mean, it's sometimes a, it's a little bit different deal, but it, you know, so, so there's a, you know, and it took, you know, uh, it on this specific gentleman, you know, at at first, you know, the, the battery people saying, well, it's the charge controller. And of course, We'd sold the charge controller, and we knew the charge control people. And they were saying, "No, it's the batteries," and nobody looked at the at the rest of the system. They just wanted to blame it on each other. They, you know, wait, well, it's it's this, and no, and it's this, and it was back and forth. And, and I, so I told them, I said, "Bring a diagram of how your system's set up." And and here was the here was the the lone gunman out there that nobody nobody looked at, you know, because he was just sitting over there in the shadows, and and nobody looked at him, you know. Sometimes when you call us with with questions or 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 needing assistance or advice
0: on, we have to have the total scenario. Okay. All right. Anything else we need to know? It's just short short and sweet. That's no, always, breakers, always good. Short to yeah, the point. Yeah.
1: Breakers and fuses are pretty simple. Put them in. You, you can't go wrong with, with using breakers and fuses. You can
0: go wrong without. Yep. So. And then and then you can uh, check it all with a kilowatt. That's right. Check it <laughs> with a kilowatt meter. And and a matter of fact, that gentleman, he did that same thing as well. He said, I'm
1: losing energy and i said and another thing you can do is go home and make sure that make sure that minimal load that you're talking about is a minimal load it that really you're not pulling good. way more from these batteries than you think
0: you're pulling and so he's going to do that as well so but okay. i think we found his, found his problem so all right all right, all right. well thanks again we appreciate y'all joining us for the podcast and We'll keep bringing you podcasts as long as you keep buying fuses and kilowatts from us. Look forward to being here again next week. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast. We'll keep bringing them to you. Thanks a lot, David, and we'll meet up here again shortly. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, m1s.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at m1s.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos, and most importantly, it keeps Lucy's doggy chicken treats coming. Thanks again.